Good evening, everyone out there, and welcome to another episode, and Happy New Year! With me, as always, is Domingos. Hello, evening, everyone. Evening. And, of course, we're here to strike first. Strike Strike hard. And show no mercy. And take that as your official spoiler warning, because we are going to go into full detail on Cobra Kai Season 4. Domingos, I'll let you take the floor as always first. Yeah, man. Um, uh, Cobra Kai season four. Where do we start? Um, I guess I guess they always seem to up, up the ante every season. Mm-hmm. It's getting bigger and bigger, especially since it moved to Netflix. And um, and by the way, surprise, surprise, it hit number one. Yeah, top two in Netflix in the UK and the US. So, Mm. Which wasn't a surprise there. Yeah, it was really big and they really expanded the characters. I thought I felt like every character, new and old, went on their own personal journey. Yeah. And all evolved. Um all, everybody showed different sides of themselves. So they're all mm-hmm. uh I felt like it was about was the young generation going through their own journey, but setting their own legacies. Mm-hmm. Standards are not going following the older generation, their path, setting their own paths. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. Um, what about you? I was really intrigued by, like, this season kind of felt like Miguel stepping down as the main character and Eli slash Hawk stepping into that limelight. Yeah, um, I know exactly what you mean. Um I just think of it as just the evolution of uh, you got a point there, you know, mm. you know, Jacob Bertrand. They, they started really pushing his story more last year mm-hmm. with him and Tory. I think it's just a matter of him just he's going through his journey trying to find his balance because I, you know, Miguel is Miguel is going for a journey. He's going for a bigger journey that's bigger than a tournament. Mm-hmm. And fighting because Miguel's always the one character I've always felt, Sholos, he's always had that natural balance. Mm-hmm. If you understand, even when he was with Cobra Kai, Eagle Fang, or Miyagi, he's always had the natural balance. He's always been a good, he hasn't really had a dark side. Even when he was with Cobra Kai, he was always that even kill. Mm. But he, I guess it's about him trying to find himself and his history, you know, with his family and stuff and intricacy uh, of Johnny. So. And and I like and I think that's good that they sort of opened it up so other characters and would actually get their moment to shine. And they do yeah. it in a really good way. It's very balanced, mm-hmm. which is very impressive. Which is very hard to do in shows. Yeah. You know? And I thought that was very important. And I think it's a good thing, you know. Yeah. Well, it's like I was saying to you as we were prepping for this podcast. It seems to me that Cobra Kai. I never thought I would say this, but even in its moments where you think, oh, you know, this is dragging on, it's never had a bad episode. By its standard, I know what you mean. I think yeah. I know where you're going. Yeah. Like, and of course, you know, with this being a spoiler talk, you know, we have to, well, not we, we have to start with how they made Terry Silver a relatable character. Yeah. Like, they completely changed his demeanour from 
Karate Kid 3 and definitely played more on the Vietnam Army side of his character. Which makes sense because, yeah, yeah, during the time when they made that, it wasn't something they went super deep into about the PTSD. Mm. Like, if now, if you look at the four, they talk about PTSD a lot and how him increase, and it makes sense, wouldn't it? That that's a lot of trauma, yeah, that he went through, and it and other things that would sort of set the stage for his character for, for how he did certain things, yeah, you know, and you know, it made him again the, the one thing this show does perfectly, in my opinion, mm. is it makes characters who in the trilogy as you know as great as they were in that trilogy they're all apart from mr miyagi they're mm. all very two-dimensional like you know you have your good guys and you have your bad guys yeah and that's that mm. you know sato was the only character i found in that trilogy that went through a real change mm. like everyone else kind of stayed the same from the beginning to the end of that trilogy. I mean, yes, Daniel, always a bit of a hothead, but you knew his intentions meant well. That's very true. Um, And it's fascinating that obviously Crease brought Terry back. because, And and they sort of as well, and I love that they they use the flashbacks to Cobra Kai, because it's called Cobra Kai, so they use... The, the origins and how you find out why Terry wasn't just, um, seen teaching a dojo with him. They explain that, which is very good. I love when he do stuff like that. Yeah, he gives answers to certain things. Like, what was he? Oh, that's why. Yeah, it was because um, Terry had other things to take care of. His father had yeah. threatened him with inheritance, and he had to do family business. But he said he'd still help finance Cree. Um, Creasy's dream of running a dojo, you yeah. know? And, of course, you know, the other interesting thing is that, again, when you're introduced to Terry and you see the other side of that phone call, you, you know, your first thoughts are, here we go. You know, we're going to get the madness that we had in the third movie. And then he hangs the phone upon him. Like, it completely subverses your expectations. You know what? What I felt this season was was about the yin and the yang, yeah. the sun and the moon, the dark, the good, evil, wherever you want to look at it. It was all about balance. It was all about different characters trying to find balance. Mm. If you actually look at it, if we, if we dissecting the, all the main characters, mm-hmm. they were going through different use, they were showing different parts of their character, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, definitely. You definitely. know, like the, the balance. They, they, it's trying to find that you know that that to sort of find their authentic self. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I thought that was really interesting the way how they were doing that. Mm. And, and and that's that's a crazy thing about this because even Crease and Terry obviously some of their stuff is very dark, almost mm-hmm. going on evil, basically. But yeah. some of the stuff they do, whether it's Daddy or Johnny, they're doing it. They the the kind of intentions. Where they teach you these to defend themselves, get respect from themselves, confidence is good. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the individual squabbles and personal vendettas is what's mm-hmm. causing a lot of the problems. And a lot of these young, the, a lot of the young students are getting caught in the middle, basically. 
Mm, definitely. And it was interesting to also see Tory go through a bit of character growth this season. Yeah. Like, what? Mm. for the last two seasons, bar the first episode of season three, you see her kind of struggling with what direction to take after the events of the school fight at the end of season two. Yeah. But then eventually, you know, she becomes very much the same character she was in the previous season. You know, it's quite a, it's quite funny because um, I'm in a review I wrote. I talked about Tori and Hulk or Eli specifically mm-hmm. how they how they were trying to find themselves, and Crease yeah. was using that to advantage to use them as his best students to sort of channel his intentions through them, and mm-hmm. they sort of kind of got their kind of balance, if that makes sense. They both found their balance, didn't they? Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they both sort of found their balance. Mm. Ironically, with Tori, the person that kind of helped her do that in some weird way was, I guess, was Amanda. Crease and Amanda. Yeah. Right? Crease let her sort of take the reins herself, mm-hmm. do her own death, and Amanda sort of said that there's other people that care because um, and it shows then on, on, in a later episode when Amanda confessed to Daniel that that temper that rage that fuel that Tori carries that chip on the shoulder Amanda has it it makes mm. sense now because Amanda's always had that she's quite lip isn't she she's got very yeah. feisty isn't she and it makes then they always wonder where did she get that from and then she sort of explained her backstory where she had the sort of um, temper issues issue with her family yeah. and her father and, and it, stuff and, she and had... it also explains why she went so against Daniel trying to teach the kids in season two. Yes, because of that mm. anger and stuff. And then I guess she sort of saw a bit of herself in Tori. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Even though all the crazy things that happened and then Tori kind of starts to sort of respect her. Mm-hmm. And then obviously that causes conflict because Sam is like, what on earth? Like, what are your mm. things? It just causes so much but that's the thing, isn't it? There's more. There's, there's, there was more to the story with Cobra Kai, isn't it? Oh, definitely, definitely. And you know, I really feel that, like, a lot of the characters were a lot more well-rounded. Like, I will admit, even the last three seasons, Crease has been very one-note. But also, you look at some of the dialogue in previous seasons, like seasons two and three. Like in season two, when he says, you know, you're the most important student was absent, your son. Look what happens in, by the end of season three. Robbie Jordan, yeah. Cobra Kai. And let's just talk about Robbie for a second because. Mm. That's, that's, the, that's a feisty one, isn't it? Some mm. people love him, some people hate him, some people in between him. Mm. <laughs> I kind of felt like we went through a whole journey with Robbie this season. Mm. Like, you know, when everything happened after the the house fight at the end of season three, I don't blame Robbie for going, I don't want any part of this, I'm off. And then, Mm. you know, everything else that happened with his character, it was quite interesting how that even though he was Cobra Kai, he saw the way how the new character, Kenny, played incredibly well by, by Dallas Dupree Young. Mm, you know, Dallas Young, yeah. 
Yeah. It's interesting how he was starting to take the lessons that Daniel had taught him and already start to pass them on to the next generation. Yeah, that's that's very that's very fascinating um, mm. that you say that, you know. Um yeah, I agree. That's what I that's what I'm talking about. They were mm. taking the lessons of the mistakes that they the older generation have done, and they're trying to find trying to make changes instead of waiting a couple of few decades for it to change, they're trying to do their changes now. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. You know. Um uh, even yeah. Like the stuff with Tory and Sam, um, and and I won't even go into even deeper. So, with regards to Miguel, now mm. I always looked at Miguel as Johnny and Daniel more like. Now, first season, Miguel, you know, you know, um, after when Johnny found out what Miguel did in the high school, yeah, he learned so quickly and he defended himself and how he sort of stepped in for Sam. He was like, wow, mm-hmm. he's really talented, and he gave me his gee. Yeah, which is a big thing, and in yeah. this season, Daniel gave Miguel. I don't know what episode it. He's um the headband, the Miyagi headband yeah. that nobody's ever worn apart from himself and Mister Miyagi because no. he does, because he succeeded in the in the fish task. Yeah, and it's a very hard task, and he succeeded in it. Now, mm. what it shows me that I always feel like Miguel is like the perfect balance. Yeah. He has all the good parts of Danny and of Daniel and um, of of sorry, of Daniel and uh, Johnny. Oh, definitely. It's, it's ironic, isn't it? Right. And then, yeah, yeah they always have the part the the the, the, the side of Daniel. And then obviously that's what makes it makes because when um, Johnny sees him give the headband, he knows the significance of that. And he's yeah. getting insecure. Now, it's funny because how he saw, when he saw what, was, what Miguel was getting, with Dan, when he saw Miguel with Daniel, I think that's exactly how Robbie felt when Robbie saw mm. Johnny give the gi to Miguel. You remember the yeah. first season? So it's like a callback. And then and, and and basically, you know, especially with Daniel, like, you know, Robbie going, he, he, he's been kind of, obviously he's got Sam there, but it's not the same. And then mm. Miguel comes. This is this kid is like going out with his son, and he's almost like. And the more he gets to know Miguel, he's like, oh my god, he's like myself. He doesn't yeah. come from a poor, poor background, single mum, and he's really talented as well. And he's taking on Miguel Miyagi Do very quickly, mm. and that's and Johnny's afraid, isn't it? So I just find it fascinating. And then and Miguel respects them both equally. Yeah, that balance, isn't it? Yeah. And that was something really cool to see was Daniel and Miguel bonding this season. Mm. Like, considering how much, like, in the first season, Miguel went to a really dark place by the end of it. So to see him, as you say, find that, and I feel like that's been the key word of this season, is balance. Because, you know, it's been quite interesting how, Johnny has kind of like blended both Cobra Kai style and Miyagi-Do style to create Eagle Fang. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, yeah. You know, it was it was really interesting that you know, like how Johnny started picking up a lot of the Miyagi-Do moves. It's- and 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 Daniel 
tapped into some of the Eagle Fang Cobra yeah. Kai. But Daniel knows about Cobra Kai because he went down that route a bit himself all those yeah. years ago um, with Terry Silver and stuff. Um, yeah. And what I find ironic is that Daniel taught Robbie from the martial arts and then Johnny ends up teaching Sam the fundamentals of Eagle Fang. Now, Sam mm. is actually more naturally orientated to Johnny Styles karate. Ironically, yeah. Because her personality is more aggressive. She's more natural suited to that. And Daniel can't deal with it. It's almost like how Miguel is easily getting to Miyagi, though. And mm-hmm. it's hard for Miguel. But instead of them letting them go and letting them just do it naturally, they become, you know, they, they both start getting insecure. Yeah, that is just the same as uh, as Johnny. You know, that's what I felt. Yeah, and you know, just the whole thing, the way how they, like I said, they handled Daniel and Johnny's story this season. So funny I, as well. Oh my god, yeah. it's so funny together. Oh, I'm hilarious. Yeah, I mean, just the way the two of them were bouncing off each other, if you will. Honestly, um, it's like a comedy gold. Yeah. It was just... I honestly have no words for it, personally. Yeah. Just the the way they both were, and then, of course, the rematch that happens between them. The <laughs> fact that they are so evenly matched now in terms of their skills that neither of them win. Mm. They both end up knocking each other out. Yeah, I know. That was hilarious. It was funny because Sam was refereeing and with Miguel were refereeing because because we made up um, Daniel was being a tutor to Miguel, sensei to Miguel, and Johnny was being a a sensei to Sam. Mm -hmm. So every time Sam would give a point to Johnny, her dad, Daniel, would be like, what's going on? The same with, um, you know, Miguel. So they were both, they were split in the middle. And I and I loved. That. I was like, wow! Like, look how far it's come. You know, mm-hmm. both of them have come. And and uh, I don't. Um, obviously, we'll get into the other stuff. But I've just got to talk about Hawk's journey. So, I think with Hawk, spo- spoiler alert, anyone listening? Uh-huh. So that's season five. So I always felt I always had a feeling something. You know, since last, I knew there was going to be a pivotal point with Hawk, mm-hmm. where he's either going to go find his true authentic self. Or go the other way. Now that yeah. bit with the with the the stuff with a mohawk when the Cobra Kai like saved it off and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now that was about him learning that his inner strength ain't by what hairstyle it is. It's about who he is inside. Yeah. And Dimitri and Moon and his friend actually went went and talked to it like went and spoke to him. You know, Dimitri, how he talked to him and said, had I love that speech where he said, Look, man. Dimitri is getting doing well like, because he's, he's accepted who he truly is. Mm-hmm. And that's why. And then he, that's what he's trying to tell Hulk. He said, look, I'm, I'm fine being Alfred. But you're bloody Batman, man. Yeah. And that was deep. Yeah, that's what he was telling I, I accept. I'm cool. I'm, I know I'm, I'm not the Batman. I'm, I'm fine being Alfred. But you're Batman. And then he sort of. And then when he joined Miyagi, though, I felt like it's him being authentic because. That's who him and Dimitri come from, isn't it? Yeah. You know, even though the aggressive style of Cobra Kai that he learned with, with Eagle Fang was good to get him to where he was. Yeah. 
the Miyagi Do helped him with his balance, and oh, that, that, and that's what that's what he, it got to him basically. Definitely, um, and, and then you know you think to yourself because apparently I I was reading in an interview that Jacob Bertrand was very much against Hawk turning back to the good side. Mm. He wanted Hawk, but if I'm honest, it works in the character's favour. Yes, because he's a, I believe he's a hybrid. Yeah. Like, because if you look, look at that great fight with him and, you know, Tanner and Jacob, um, that fight they had, like, they both show how athletic they are and yeah. stuff. And and it, it, it gave him, you know, how he switched from Miyagi-Do to Cobra Kai, the same with... And and I, what I liked about that's what I liked about it how both teams were using each other's moves against each other they were both switching back and forth so mm-hmm. it's not about just being one dimensional anymore. Yeah, that is very everybody's true. Won. Yeah, and you know, you know, I mean, especially you know, and also another thing that I found interesting is that throughout the four seasons, they've let characters like. Johnny and Carmen build their relationship slowly. Yes, naturally. And they've not, you know, like rushed them into it or, you know, and although I will admit, we have to talk about that heartbreaking moment when Miguel tells Johnny that he loves him. Mm. And Johnny turns around and says, I love you too, Robbie. That was the moment where Miguel's character stopped being... For me, stop being the naive young boy he was in season one. Mm. And we suddenly realise, especially by the time we get to the tournament, he realises he's no longer fighting for himself. Yeah, he's fighting for other people. So, because I thought Miguel, he's almost like the perfect fighter. Like, he's got all the skills. Mm-hmm. The skills are not in doubt. Like, yeah. him, he only made, like, Cobra Kai, bang. Miyagi Eagle Fang is taking on Miyagi Do so good. Da- the fact that Daniel's giving him one to one is the same with Johnny was doing with um, Samantha. They say their potential, yeah. Certain stuff. There's certain. They have certain parts of their personality that suit that martial arts. But Miguel got to the point where even he was fighting, but his heart wasn't in it. Mm. I think he's going the journey. I think. I think once Miguel. Finds out sorts out the stuff with his father and all the stuff with his Johnny and stuff. Once he comes, then 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 I feel pers- personal. I f- I think I think he's past. I think he's physically is healed, but I think mm-hmm. he's got still got stuff in his head. He's got to sort out of the family. Yeah. So once he sorts that out, then he's then his journey will be full circle. Definitely. Then he fully fledged Miguel Diaz and stuff. That's why yeah. he went because he wasn't his heart wasn't in it. Even when he was fighting Hook, he was doing well. It was just like he wasn't in it. It just weren't, you know. Yeah. And then when he does that incredible when he has that incredible moment, but then I'm not I mean, I heard someone else say this and I fully agree. Yeah. I thought that moment when Miguel almost broke his back again and then landed in excruciating pain. <laughs> that would have been an incredible season cliffhanger if that was the finale. I know, I know. I was like, I was like oh man, they almost got everyone with that one. And then you yeah. go, oh, it's just a pulled muscle, which it does happen <laughs> if you pull your muscle, it can really True. bloody hurt. Especially like hell. given what he's gone through. Exactly. Um, I thought it was interesting that they, 
I mean, kudos to the YouTube channel Watch Party because they called a lot of their predictions. Mm. Like, there was, like, I even saw a video from them, like, two weeks before season four was going to come out Mm. saying why Miguel is going to get injured in the tournament again. I was like, really? And then it happens. So you're like, oh, damn. Well, well, because I was thinking, the way they've done it is like, right, how are they going to work this out? Because. Miguel, like Miguel's like, oh, he's going against Hulk. So I'm gonna do. Oh, okay, that's what I. The way they got around it, yeah. It, it kept Miguel's character still strong. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Another thing I found really interesting this season mm. was that okay, Kreese didn't die, but the prediction that you and I had that Terry was gonna take over Cobra Kai. Mm. Seems to have come to fruition now. Yeah, well, you can't trust a snake, man. <laughs> no, you know, especially without unhinged. Is I mean, it's like he kept saying, you know, I proved my loyalty, but really, I think that in proving his loyalty, you awoke that demon again inside him. That was... and he knew, like he said, he's right. Crease was his weakness, and then so he got rid of his weakness. Yeah. Now, now. Now, obviously, and then, um, yeah, so, and that, it, it was bubbling, wasn't it? It was bubbling, and it was, yeah. it was bubbling. And, and the way Terry, because Kreese is sort of old school, Terry was a bit more flexible. Mm. He knows how to, so you see the Kreese, the one the two that Kreese wasn't paying attention to. Mm-hmm. You, I've noticed how Terry would give him an attention, like Kenny. You go like, yeah, yeah, you can do it and stuff. Yeah. You can Kenny, or, that's, that's, that's what, what, um, Thing he does, I noticed with him. Um, but yeah, it was powerful, man. But what about the um, the fight with Sam and Tori, man? That oh, was a great fight. That I found. Look, I'm not gonna lie. When Tori stepped out of bounds after Sam had landed the hit and it wasn't counted as a point, mm. I kept thinking to myself, "What's going on here?" Yeah, like you know, something's not right. And of course, you know. The referee isn't the clear-cut referee you had back in the 80s in the original tournament. So, mm. you know, but then when you find out that the ref had been bought out mm-hmm. by Silver, you think to yourself, you know, does that mean that the tournament's going to have to have a rematch? Because let's face it, um, Tory is not going to let that go. Of course not, because she's... Her, she's whatever... <laughs> Well, the thing with Tori, I think she hates being betrayed and stuff. Yeah, that's the one thing she just this is just loose. She loses her marbles yeah. on that. And now she's been betrayed by her own dojo. That's going to lead to some really interesting dynamics for her character because you know. But the one thing I will say with this show is that while it's worked great for this season. In my opinion, they now need to stop the bad people becoming good and good people becoming bad to become good again. Yeah, I know. I think, yeah, I totally agree. You, yeah. Everybody pick their side. We're yeah. going that route now. Yeah. Go, go full steam ahead. Yeah. Like, for example, Kenny started yeah. off as probably, you know, one of the sweetest young characters. Mm. But then to see him embrace that dark reality because of 
not necessarily Crease's influence, but Terry's. Yeah, because yeah, because Terry goes deep, man. Terry's like ter- you see Terry like a you see Crease is a mind manipulator, but then yeah. Terry does about strategy, and Terry does levels. Terry will attack you. You don't just attack mentally. You attack his soul. Then you attack yeah. his emotion. Like it, there's levels to how Terry attacks. You know. Mm. And of course, you know, you think to yourself, you know, where are they going to take it in season five? Because, of course, I was never expecting Anthony Mm. to become what he did. Like, for him to be that bully, although he was trying to hold back quite a lot, Mm. you know, you think to yourself... Where are they taking this kid? And well, but now well, it's going to be interesting how the tables have turned. Well, well the big three, um, James. You know, they're um, they're very smart. You know, mm. oh, definitely, Josh, John, and Hayden. Because they, I reckon, they were putting in little trinkets. I reckon they had this planned kind of because yeah. if you look, think about him. He was kind of spoiled. He was kind of rude. He was very like on 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 Larusso, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I was like, is this kid relating to Daniel? So they'll probably they probably they will put in little um crumpets of clues in mm-hmm. and then so and then they I think maybe it was like they almost because you remember they said they're gonna they're really thinking of setting up sequel, they're gonna do spin-offs and stuff. It's almost yeah. like they're ready making stuff I felt like there was literally three shows going on within one show. Mm-hmm. So you had the Anthony and Kenny stuff, then you had the Sensei's Terry Silva. Priest, then you had Daniel and Johnny, and then you had obviously the usual with Robbie, Miguel, Hawk, mm. Gianni, and everybody, and Kyla, those guys. You see, like, there's three levels, isn't it? Yeah, and how they managed to balance it was amazing. And then you, and great spot as well with James, um, Kenny, and Anthony. Guess what? Who's the girl that came in between? Her name is Mia, and yeah. the grandma. Yeah, like if you yeah. turn it around, it looks like it's Phelps Alley. Yeah, so it's in a real interesting way of history repeating itself, dude. And um, but I've got to get a shout out to some of the the small characters. Uno O'Brien, who plays Devon mm-hmm. Lee, wow, I was so impressed, man. Yeah, every time she's on screen, she felt like she was stealing scenes, man. Oh, she's definitely. so good. Yeah. And I've just got to give this to the stunt team. If they ever listen to this, yeah, I have to give them huge props and congratulations on managing to do the fight scenes mm. as safely as possible while we're still dealing with a pandemic. And of course, at that time, when they were filming this season, there was no vaccine. There was no, you know, it was all wear your mask, social distance. But I think they managed to get a get around it incredibly well. Is that why you reckon certain scenes that you think they're gonna fight, they didn't end up fighting? Yeah. Yeah. And because it, that cinema one was perfect, wasn't it? Yeah. And of course, you know, there's also dare I say it, but whereas a lot of people have been criticizing we're just I'm just gonna go slightly off book here. But whereas some people have been criticising the Flash mm. for them pet talking their enemies instead of fighting, mm. I wonder if that's because they can't do big intense fight scenes right now. 
maybe mm. that's probably yeah um, but, but I do want to get the show like Cobra Kai mm. you can't really get away with that because fighting is the main name of the game considering that the franchise it comes from is Karate Kid yeah but what I think as well I like how they've sort of taken some of the original stuff that we saw before yeah. like their subverting expectations so now how Sam the story of Sam and Toy starting off about a guy or a couple of guys now it's about them now it's about their own personal yeah. stuff they're not defined by oh because they're chasing a boy no it's about their own story which is really good and really yeah. uh, which is very and they've done it organically as well and, yeah. and, and I, what I like about Cobra Kai as well how the diversity of it is very good but they do it in an organic way it's natural mm-hmm. you know that's what I really like and by the way the girl that plays Mia, uh, Le- Mia excuse me Leah excuse me is um, is Melina Rivero and obviously Devin Lee Una O'Brien now I reckon they're going to have bigger roles next year man Them oh two. yeah Uno, yeah, Uno O'Brien and yeah, because they That's really good. because them two characters were very pivotal. And the thing what I noticed that uh, Devon Lee, she's very Johnny like, isn't she? She's like a yeah. female Johnny. Yeah, I noticed that myself, and I tell you what, she was probably the most standout female character this season. I know, but and of course, you know, speaking of standout female characters, you've got to give props to Josh, John and Hayden for keeping Aisha's return mm. a secret. Yeah. Like, no one knew that was coming. Mm. And, you know, of course, you know, yes, for all the the negative things you and I have said about Stingray over the last couple of years, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting to see his character finally given a purpose this season. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, and obviously, look, Paul Howes is a very talented actor, man. He's oh, been yeah. working on some big... St- and the fact that he came back as well shows him what sort of how much he enjoys that because I think he, he's, been, he's been working on... I think he was in the last few years during that, he's been on I, Tonya, uh-huh. Award, the, the Five Bloods with Spike Lee. He did Corella as well, which was really yeah. good. He's a, you, know, you know, he's a very busy actor as well. Yeah. So that shows the calibre of the show. Yeah. And they and could get it him back. You, and it makes you wonder if they keep him on for season five, because it was, you know, he framed Crease. Mm. Like, you know, just because he wants to belong. Yeah. And be part of something where he can socialize with people. You see? Now, him, you see, that's the thing with Crease. Some certain people he casts aside too much. Now it's come back to bite him, isn't it? Mm hmm. And then Terry, he used that to his advantage. The what the people that Cruise cast aside, Terry sort of slivers in. Excuse to use yeah. a snake expression there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it it does. But so, how do you think? But what about the ending though? When Chosen came in, oh, and then that, that quote, Daniel says, "I will not honor a deal with men that are dishonorable," because you know, oh man, that means. Whew, Things are going to go up a level, man, because you know, yeah. Chosen knows all the offensive side of Miyagi, though. Yeah, I will admit that absolutely blew my mind seeing Chosen because it means now that, you know, we're going to get back to Miyagi's teachings, but in a more aggressive way. And this is something that 
you know, even Miyagi said himself in the third movie that eventually you're going to find your own way. Yeah. And it seems like we're finally going in that direction. Because now Daniel started to find the balance of who his true personality is. Yeah. Yeah, offense and stuff like that. It's a bit of part of his personality. Now he's found, he's found, he's found his true self now. Because he's always yeah. trying to honor Mr. Miyagi, which is good. But Mr. Yeah. Miyagi did say, you're going to have to, you find your own way eventually. Yeah. I mean, you look in the, the first movie, you know, all that Johnny really did was trip Daniel up a couple of times. Daniel was the one who threw the first punch. Yeah, it's and then it's escalated, and then Johnny obviously went went way over the top. Yeah, because one he's aggressive, and then you've got Creasy's teachings, and that's a bad combination. Yeah, when they chased Daniel, that's when it went. That's when it went out of. That's when I thought. That's when I was like, that's way out of order. You know, when they were yeah. chasing the skeletons, they're almost yeah. going to kick his head in, man. Yeah. And, and then even Bobby was saying, hey, hey, what's going on here? This is He's had enough, man. Yeah. And, and Mr. Miyagi had to come in and take care of business. Yeah, and I kind of find that really interesting how they carried that on into Cobra Kai and that yeah. Bobby became the most level-headed character. Yeah, which makes sense because he was. Yeah. And he was, he was a, the other most talented student as well. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And Do you remember think... when he, yeah, Daniel, he told him to foul Daniel out so he'd get eliminated? Bobby was very talented. Yeah. And, you know, in my opinion, you know, it was interesting to see that even Crease was like, you know, come on. You know, when you, when Crease is the one, in, don't do it our way, do it your way. You think to yourself, that's coming, you know, of all people, that's coming from Crease. Well, because he's starting to realize where it's he's hitting him. Yeah. So you think to yourself, you know, what is the true meaning of Cobra Kai? Because obviously they can't, you know, keep up this high level of offense, otherwise someone's going to get in trouble, and now it seems like that is the case with Chris, but again, it's because he's been you know, backstabbed into it, if you will, by Silver. Well, because, because I, but me and you said that, we said mm. in normal way that Karakai would win. I think next season is, is going to be Miyagi-Do's season. Yeah. We said yeah. we kind of we sort of discussed it. I know you've gone into it. Next season is going to be Miyagi Do season. Yeah, I honestly think that also with season five, you're going to have Johnny out of the picture along with Robbie, looking and Miguel. For... Yeah, and then it'll be on Hawk and Sam and Thingy to carry this bit, and then you'll have Tori with Kyla and her other. Yeah, and 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 Kenny. Yeah, and I am. You know, I will admit this. You know, this whole season really felt like the payoff that the last three have been building to. Mm. But by the time you get to the end of season four, it seems like it's starting a new story. Now, do you think that was James? Do you think that was the last tournament for this run of the series? I 
don't think so because I think there is going to be a rematch because be of one the more. dirty hand that Silver played. Yeah, and yeah, there'll be. What, you reckon there'll be one more tournament? Yeah. What season you reckon? Six? I think it'll be season seven six. But how they're going to do it this time, you know, like because I reckon obviously it'll be different new characters. Yeah. Um, and I reckon Anthony will join her sister. Now, so, but what I want to know is this. So, when Johnny's away, so, what's going to happen to the students at Eagle Fang? Because Johnny's mm. going to be out of the country for a bit. Yeah, I think Daniel's going to take them on. Damn. Fill in yeah. for Johnny, along yeah. with Chosen, because Chosen has a lot more of an offensive fighting style. I mean, let's face it. If it wasn't for Miyagi intervening with the drum and everyone else doing it, Daniel would have been dead at the end of Karate Kid 2. Oh, yeah. He was pretty much done for at the end of that movie. And, you know, but it took Mr. Miyagi to make him realize there is a way to do this without one of you killing each other. Mm, mm. And, you know, now that Chosen, I mean, you know, I was re-watching season three today, actually, and I'm on the episodes that where Daniel is in Okinawa with Chosen. Mm. And you look at him and see just the growth his character has gone through and the fact that he's let go of the rivalry. Yeah, which is something that Daniel is only starting to get let kind of now. Yeah. And they have yeah, because him and Johnny are kind of cool. They're in a yeah. cool place now. You know, um, I mean, the fact that Johnny was able to let go of the past mistakes he'd made with Robbie and Robbie was able to do the same and they made up. That was probably one of the most emotional endings to a season that I've seen yet. And 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 then they realized that, man, they, they were by them joining together, man, they would have made them even greater fighters like Miguel yeah. was becoming better. So was Sam. They were, you know, all round much better. And the, the half she fought, and then Sam's taking it hard. Yeah. She shouldn't have to take it hard. She's taking no. it very personal. Yeah. But I think, but I reckon, I've got, you know, I've got to give a shout out to Mary Moser, man. Gosh, she, that oh, girl yeah. worked her socks off, man. Obviously, yeah. they got some, but I could tell she was doing, her kicks are really good. Like, yeah, she really was, worked her socks off. I noticed, man. Yeah. And it was interesting to see a role reversal between her and Tori. Yes. That was the, you know, whereas Tori was the one actually trying to, you know, once she'd been allowed back in school, she was just going to get on with her classes. But the fact that Sam was the one who came forward and started being the bully herself, you're thinking, <laughs> okay, you know, where's this going to go kind of thing? Yeah. Well, because Sam's kind of, I guess, always had it in her, but then yeah. it was Tori that brought it out in her. And then she opened that bottle. Now, obviously, when you open that genie bottle, it's very hard to pull it back in the lamp. Mm-hmm. And then Jan- Johnny sort of pushed that out of her. And yeah. her dad was like, oh, be more defensive. He's like, no, no. And then she was, yeah. I just, I just like that dichotomy that they're teaching, they're teaching each other's kids. Like, Johnny's two, Daniel, come and think about it. In 1984, right? Yeah. You go to Johnny, by the way. Daniel's going to teach your best student and your son martial mm-hmm. arts. And you go to Daniel, you're going to teach Johnny's best student and he, and his son 
martial arts and daughter or so forth. They would have like, what? Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? It is. And then Daniel, your son's going to be a bully and he's going to end up with reading like a kid going to Cobra Kai. So it's almost... And the thing with Kenny and Anthony, now, you see how Daniel went to Mr. Miyagi? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, it shows you like... So it's all about circumstance. Yeah. Now, imagine if if it was the other way and then Daniel ended up being a Cobra Kai. Mm. It's, it's, It's fascinating, isn't it? It really is because... You know, that's the thing with this show is that, yeah, you know, there are some things you can try and predict, mm. but no one really knows where this show is going to go. Which I love about it. I have no idea. Um, mm. And obviously, like we said, they wrapped it. They did it almost back to back seasons because obviously um, Cholo's filming that. Blue Beetle. Yeah, the Blue yeah. Beetle. Um, also, I'm sure he's cited already, right? Yeah, and... You know, also, I think that the other reason why they've done it is because of the long delay there was between seasons two. Yes, yes. I'm hearing rumours that it might, it's not going to come out in December, it might come out in the summer, season five. That'd be nice. Although I did see an interview with the big three uh, with Christian Harloff of Schmozno. And uh, hello out there if you're listening. Um, But apparently they've said it is more than likely going to be December again. Oh, really? God. That would have been a nice, because I used to love it coming, because it used to come out in May, April, April May, June, yeah. yeah, and stuff. So, December, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but honestly, I have to, you know, a huge thank you to the cast, the crew, the stunt The stuntmen, obviously, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for giving us such an incredible season, especially in the crazy times that we're oh, living in right now. Oh, oh, honestly, I know it's it's been really tremendous, man. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just fun, and and obviously me, you, James, we're 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 one day oneers, aren't we? Yeah, all going yeah. all the way back to the YouTube days. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I don't know about you, and I know a lot of people have said this, but when I first heard about this show, I was like, come again. You're planning. Wait, you're gonna try and do this without Pat Morita? When I saw the when I saw the trailer originally, mm-hmm. this was 2018. I thought it was like a spoof. Yeah, I was like, is it a spoof or? Okay, yeah, and then I watched then, it. And I, yeah, it turns out to be the best show that Netflix has ever acquired, and you know, like like we've said. You know, the fact that you and I started it on YouTube, we were we were the ones going to our friends saying, have you seen this new amazing show called Cobra Kai? It's a continuation of The Karate Kid. Yeah. And everyone, you know, a lot of people to me were like, oh, well, you know, I don't see the point in YouTube, Red. I'm like, no, watch the show. And now I now it is on Netflix. I've had a lot of those people going, you were right. But you know what I loved as well? The callbacks, because, you know, Kerry Underwood, yeah, the country music star was singing Moment of Truth, which yeah. is sung by Survivor. Yeah. From the Although, original. You know, I know a lot of the fandom have been very mixed on that appearance as well, but it made sense in the context of the story. Yeah, the moment of truth. Yeah, they were doing a callback to the thing. And apparently she's a fan of it as well. So yeah. which makes a lot of sense. And, you know, my and I'm just going to go right to this, but my final thoughts on the season was, yeah, 
while my personal favorite season is season three, mm. there was a lot of payoff, a lot of interesting moments this season where you think to yourself, I don't know where this show's going to go anymore. And that's what makes it exciting going forward. Yeah. And what are your final thoughts on the season? Man, it was, it was, I'll be honest, I found it even more intense than last year. Yeah. I, I thought last year was intense, but I thought it was a bit more, I found it kind of more comedic. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. Would yeah. you agree with me? Even yeah. though they had some of the fight, but I thought in my this one I found it a bit more dark and more serious. Yeah. Would you agree with me? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like we said, you know, the whole thing with Chosen last season, you kind of had a feeling that that wasn't going to turn out to be as serious as what it was. Mm. But then, like you said, with this season, it felt like the stakes were so incredibly high. But, you know, I ultimately had a feeling that Johnny and Daniel were not going to be able to work together. I'm telling you, this is all setting up for the return of the bad boy and JP herself, Mrs. Pierce. Yes. We all know that's, that they're dangling, that that's... Mm. Well, even when Ralph Macchio dropped that hint in a Collider interview, I was just like, yeah, okay. And, of course, Terry Silver dropping the hints that Mike Barnes could return in season five. Mm. And so, and Shane Kanan, he does a lot of interviews. I know Shane Kanan, he, he, he keeps his mouth stum. He always says good stuff, but he's very, he doesn't really say much. No. Because I remember that thing with Josh Gad, that, you know, but rewind show he does. Yeah. And he had, when he was on it, that I know everybody that was on it makes a return in some capacity. And you got, yeah. You're forgetting, you've got Robin Lively. you forgetting yeah. Robin Lively, Blake Lively's older sister. Yeah, they could bring her back as well. This is true, and this is the thing with the Cobra Kai universe. I mean, while they've kind of like denied that they're not going to bring back Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan, (laughs) I think there is a way they could do it. Of course, there's a way to do it, and and, and they're not going to tell you, are they? No, no, and you know, of course, I'm just going to throw this out there to the big three, but. John Hurwitz, Hayden Schlossberg, and Josh Heald. If you are listening to this, we would love to interview interview all three of you on this show. And it would be. What do you think? Do you think it'd be interesting to get them on here? Dude, that would be spectacular. And as well, dude, that would be beyond like that would be unbelievable. Yeah, and and be, the fact that you're going, James. Sorry, it'd I'll be let interesting. You go. To, no, it's okay. It'd be interesting to get some behind-the-scenes stories of this season in particular because of the way they had to adapt their filming technique. And as and as and I love the Rocky because people, a lot of people don't always forget that Karate Kid and Rocky are very connected. Like I've yeah. said in articles, John Everson, Survivor, obviously done songs mm-hmm. in both films, and the Rocky Three. I love the Rocky Three um, thing with Creed. Yeah, reference with Creed and Rocky. And they yeah. told they told John Miguel, told Johnny, you can be Creed. It's a what? Yeah. <laughs> Everything was just so incredibly well done and made for such a great season this year. So oh. my final thoughts are that you know I'm really glad that they managed to pull this off and give us one of the best seasons I've seen in 
a long time. But, so... you, but you, mm, that's mate. I'm so agree with you. But you know, I was going to ask you as well. It's going to be fascinating to see where you know Hawk or Eli, Eli Hawk Moskowitz, I'll call it, and Gianni, mm-hmm. because they're both thingies. They both got the girl, and they've both found their authentic self. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're like in a really good place. The only person that's missing is their mate, Miguel, who's got everything, but he's trying to find another part of himself. Yeah. So if you've, noticed, if you've noticed, all three of them have never been all on the, on all, all them, they haven't all been on the same, like sort of balance at the same time. Been, like, first it was Miguel when Hawk, they were fine. Um, Gianni wasn't. Then Hawk was going for his own thing. And then Gianni yeah. was like, but now Gianni and Hawk, they sort of found their balance and stuff. But Miguel, yeah. he's gone to find his full balance. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward when they're all on the same page, all three of them together. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think on that note, we have managed to cover pretty much everything. Thank you so much for joining me again, Domingos. Pleasure as always, James. And it's been really fun to return to the dojo with you and you know like I said just one final thank you to not only yourself but everyone involved who works on this show for again giving us I'd say the best TV show in years and giving us such an incredible continuing legacy well I've said it once I'll say it again Creed and the Cobra Kai have shown the formula of how you bring these franchises back. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, I, I believe when Creed season when Creed three comes out, I believe season five might be coming around around the same time. Possibly, yeah. actually, ironically, uh, I, I just love how they're both linked. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. I love it, man. Yeah, I love this whole universe. So. Yeah. And I tell you what, I cannot wait to uh, discuss season five with you this time next year. Oh my god, yeah. Though I won't lie, I would really love if it came out in uh, in the in summer. summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking. Anyway, um, anyway, man. Everyone out there, find your balance. Have a very good New Year, Definitely. and we'll see you soon. Definitely. And uh, as always, Domingos, where can people find you? You can find me um, on my Instagram. Domingos at the Sunday Film Club. Check out my articles and interviews on uh, the Hollywood News Source website um, and even in a YouTube channel. I've got some interviews there and stuff like that. So, yeah, man. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me again, Domingos. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one. And everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. And you all take care. Stay safe. Peace out. Bye.